0: ABC Listen, podcasts, radio, news, music, and more.
1: You've probably been seeing a fair bit of Taylor Swift's name this week. She's been busy touring. Yes, she's in Melbourne. And for some, her appearance at the American Super Bowl was more exciting than the football game itself. But perhaps more intriguing is her role in the upcoming US election. Today we look at whether a potential swift endorsement of Joe Biden could help him win, and why Trump supporters are so willing to believe conspiracy theories that she's in cahoots with the White House. I'm Sam Hawley on Gadigal Land in Sydney. This is ABC News Daily.
0: My name is Matt Harris. I am an Associate Professor of Political Science at Park University, just outside of Kansas City, Missouri. I am a uh, big football fan and a fan of Taylor (laughs) Swift, so, you know... I was going to say... (laughs) These topics tend to merge together for me uh, pretty nicely.
1: It's been a big week for you then, hasn't it? Uh, I assume you were watching the Super Bowl along with, what was it, 123 million other people or something like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think, uh, you know, looking at a a number that big, I think it it shows us Taylor Swift drives NFL viewership, particularly among teenage girls and young women. Her affiliation with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs means they are the uh, preferred team of the Swifties. You know, along with the uh, NFL ratings, we also have astronomical increases of the sales of Travis Kelsey merchandise. The value of the Chiefs has gone up and and, and everything that's associated with it.
1: In case anyone missed it, which would be unlikely at this point, but uh, Taylor Swift went along to that Super Bowl match to watch her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, play. And of course, a lot of people were watching her instead of the game.
0: Yeah, and and in fact, after the game, there was you know media reports about the exact amount of time she was on screen, which I think was fifty-four seconds or something like that. So, yeah, there are there are those who who tune in just to see if they can you know every time Travis Kelsey makes a big play it's to get the uh, the shot of her up in the uh, up in the luxury suite.
1: Mm. She's just got this far reach across the world, but in America as well, it extends to all facets of life on the sports field, but also. Into politics, and that's what I really want to discuss with you because it's really fascinating what's going on. Politicians seem to roll out the red carpet for her.
0: Yeah, so so in the U.S., the era's tour was from the spring into the into the summer, and and what we saw in the states was pretty much everywhere she went, there would be some sort of honor, some sort of symbolic gesture bestowed upon her. The city of Pittsburgh renamed the city uh, when she was there, Swiftsburg. Here in Kansas City, there's a street in North Kansas City called Swift Street, and uh, the mayor renamed it Swift Street, Taylor's version. And uh, perhaps my favorite honor that was bestowed upon her is there's a breakfast sandwich that's very popular in the state of New Jersey called the Taylor Ham, Egg, and Cheese. And the governor announced that they were renaming it the Taylor Swift. Swift, Ham, Egg, and Cheese. Welcome to New Jersey, Taylor. We've been waiting for you, and it would have been a cruel summer without you. Politicians, you know, are aware of the fact that if you can attach your name to her, there's going to be a tension with that.
1: And, of course, you're in an election year. And the question of Taylor Swift's influence is going to the top of American politics because there's a huge amount of speculation that she's going to endorse President Joe Biden. She's done that before, hasn't she? Just remind me about that.
0: Yeah. So her official political endorsements have been fairly limited. She endorsed a couple of Tennessee Democrats. Her adopted home state is is Tennessee. She endorsed a couple of Tennessee Democrats for Congress uh, in 2018. And then she endorsed Joe Biden in 2020. And so there's a sense based on her past political endorsements that if she chooses to get involved in 2024. It would probably be on the, on the Democratic side of, of the aisle.
1: What do we know, Matt, about her politics? What does she stand for?
0: I, I think that it's been, yeah, her, her political endorsements and statements have been somewhat limited, but I think what we know is they all tend to go in a, in a left-leaning direction. She was very critical of Donald Trump in a 2020 tweet saying that he was stoking the fires of white supremacy and racism. She gave a message of support to the LGBTQ plus community during Pride Month on her Eras tour. She was very critical of Marsha Blackburn, a Tennessee Republican who was running for Senate in 2018. And so her official endorsements have been sort of limited, but I think everything we know about her suggests that her politics lean to the left.
1: Mm, okay, and the Democrats, of course, are pretty keen for her to get involved with the campaign. The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, he gave her a personal shout-out.
0: Well, I think Taylor Swift stands tall and unique. Now, I know you may not be as interested in Taylor Swift as so many others, uh, but what she was able to accomplish just in getting young people activated to consider that they have a voice and they should have a choice in the next election, I think is profoundly powerful and I think she's using her celebrity for good.
1: He was talking about a Taylor Swift Instagram post in 2023 which helped lead to 35,000 new voter registrations. So when she endorses something or she says something, people listen, don't they?
0: Yeah, and and I think even more than that it's is yes there's obviously a tension with everything she does if we look at her tour the tour movie nfl football and now looking at the realm of politics there's a tension uh to, to everything she touches but i think beyond that what uh the governor of california was talking about points to the fact that her fans represent a demographic or at least a lot of them do that is that can be really valuable in the American political landscape. A lot of her fans are, they're young. Uh, They may be the type of people who are just getting involved in, in politics, who are just maybe thinking about voting for the first time. And her fans are largely suburban. The demographics of her fans, I think, make her a valuable asset potentially for any politician, really.
1: Mm, And with that feeling that she may come out and endorse Joe Biden again, that's got the Republicans pretty worried, hasn't it? Just tell me about what they're doing, about the conspiracy theories that they're kind of creating about her.
0: Yeah, so so we've seen a few outlandish conspiracy theories in the past couple days. One is that she's a, a Pentagon asset, some sort of psychological operation involving her is afoot. Have you ever wondered why or how she blew up like this? Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. We've heard conspiracies that the Super Bowl is rigged and that this is all sort of a, a government operation to prop up, you know, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship to get attention towards them, all leading up to an eventual uh, endorsement of, of Joe Biden. We all know what's happening with Taylor Swift is not organic and it's not natural. It's a coordinated marketing campaign by Democrats. Oh well, yeah, Soros might own her music, but the devil surely owns her soul. Now, sort of the the scary thing about that is there was a poll that came out today that showed that uh, roughly 18% of Americans, quote, think that a covert government effort for Taylor Swift to help Joe Biden win the presidential election actually exists. On the other hand, when we dig into that data, we find that out of that 18% of Americans, they are largely something like 80 plus percent Trump supporters. And so we've seen these sort of right wing conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift abounding in the past couple of weeks. But largely, those are appealing to and are believed in by people who are probably already firmly in uh, Donald Trump's camp.
1: Hmm, well, Donald Trump has taken to social media to label Taylor Swift disloyal. He's worried, is he, about the influence that she could have at this election?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think just as much as the Biden campaign would welcome an endorsement, I think the Trump campaign is thinking about how to counteract that. I wonder, you know, if, if Trump's reaction to an endorsement might actually do him even more harm, right? We've seen some of the comments he's made about women in the past if he gets sort of very personal in his attacks of Taylor Swift, which I know it seems, you know, stunning to think that Donald Trump would do such a thing. But if he were to sort of attack her personally, would that sort of feed into what people already feel like they know about him, which is this is somebody without very much respect for women?
1: Matt, I really am interested in whether or not celebrity endorsements actually work. Have they ever influenced elections in the past.
0: Yeah. So the sort of canonical example in political science research is when Oprah Winfrey endorsed Barack Obama in 2008. For the very first time in my life, I feel compelled to stand up and to speak out for the man who I believe has a new vision for America. He is the one Barack Obama. And research suggests that her endorsement helped with votes, with participation, with financial contributions. But a swift endorsement is, I think, a little different. Barack Obama was sort of newer on the political scene. And so part of the Oprah effect there was helping with assessments of his viability, with people kind of going, "Okay, like this is a, oh, if he's got the Oprah endorsement, like this is a a viable candidate. This is somebody who can win. And that's probably not something that is as, important in a general election between, you know, Joe Biden, who's the current president, and Donald Trump, who previously was the president. They're very well known. But I think there are some some similar effects that the Democratic Party would like to see in terms of if she can mobilize turnout and certainly if she's able to mobilize fundraising efforts.
1: Mm, okay, so she might not swing the election, but... Certainly, Joe Biden would welcome her support.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think to say that any one factor is going to swing an election, you know, it's, it's, it's always possible. So we had an election in the in the States in the year 2000 between George W. Bush and Al Gore that came down to a little over 500 votes in, in the state of Florida. And so it's always possible in a close race that any any small factor could swing it one way or the other. But at the same time, Given that it's two really well-known candidates, there are going to be a million other factors at play. And so will it swing the race? That's probably less likely or hard to determine.
1: Dr. Matt Harris is an Associate Professor of Political Science at Park University in Missouri. This episode was produced by Nell Whitehead, Bridget Fitzgerald and Sam Dunn. Audio production by Anna John. Our supervising producer is David Cody. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again on Monday. Thanks for listening.